show is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. Being happy is great. Moments of joy are great, but being whole and complete is the real life goal. Visit betterhelp.com super and get on your journey to finding wholeness. Hey brother. As you guys all know, Pixar is exceptionally good at two things in particular, which is writing fun and original stories and just hitting all of us square in the feels. I personally operate under the theory that they first discovered the fact that they could move us to tears in Toy Story 2 with Jesse's song. And from there, they decided to just, you know, slowly ramp it up to 11. Heck, by the time they got to Up just a few years later, you could practically hear the writers cracking their knuckles in the first 10 minutes. Ellie was just so happy, carefree, full of life. You know, that is until, but they don't just turn our faces into fountains. Well, actually, you know what? In some cases, they do exactly that. Violet, if you could please demonstrate. Oh. This whole scene is probably one of the most hilarious in all of Pixar because it plays on one of the other most relatable emotions, which is of course, sheer, utter, and raw embarrassment. I would be willing to bet that without having to think too hard, you can go back to the most embarrassing moment of your life. For me, it was when I was in the fifth grade, I was in this local speech competition and I had made it to the local finals where I was gonna be competing against kids from other elementary schools. I was in front of a huge crowd on stage when all of the awards were being handed out. They got down to first place, loudly announced my name to the entire room where there were cheers of applause. I had made it all the way back to the seat next to my mom when the announcer realized that he had made a mistake and actually read the results backwards. Doesn't take a lot of math to figure out where first place actually is backwards. Last. Unfortunately, this wasn't a math competition. To be fair, this couldn't have been a lot of fun for, you know, the guy announcing the awards on stage either because he had to take back the first place award from a tear-filled fifth grader in front of hundreds of people. But we learn, right? The point is, somehow, someway, we've all been there. And Pixar has captured this emotion so perfectly on so many different occasions that it feels wrong not to do a proper countdown of the top 10 best moments. So buckle up, get your cringe face ready for some of the most humiliating moments in all of Pixar. Guys, real quick, I need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, Bespoke Post. I can't believe it is already happening, but we are gearing up for fall. And Bespoke Post has you covered with their brand new lineup of fall-based boxes of awesomes. Actually, this flannel shirt that I'm wearing today, from Bespoke Post. I also recently talked about how much I absolutely love this writing kit from the Frontier Box. Here in office, I've been using it all the time to help write down video ideas and flesh out concepts, as well as doing a little bit of sketching. More on that in a little bit. But the next box that I currently have en route is the Cocoon Box, which is this really awesome versatile blanket that can be packed out into a sleeping bag or a pillow. And I'm getting ready to go on a weekend long backpacking excursion, so it's just in time. Plus while being super warm, it's also not very heavy, so it will keep my pack light while I'm out there over the weekend. But if camping isn't your jam, then not to worry, they have loads of other options to choose from. Whether you like making your own fancy cocktails, cooking at home, or fashion. Again, I don't know how they do it, but these shirts 
shirts are a perfect fit. Plus, Bespoke Post releases new boxes every single month across a huge variety of categories. So no matter who you are, there's something there for you. It also makes a really awesome gift, whether you are the one choosing the box for a loved one each month or letting them choose so it's just the right thing. Each box is valued at about $70, but comes in at a fraction of that cost. And you can get 20% off your first box when you head on over to boxofawesome.com and use promo code super at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code super at checkout for 20% off your first box. One last time, boxofawesome.com, promo code super, link is in the description down below. Let's not waste any time at all and dive right on into most embarrassing Pixar moment number 10. Possibly one of the most iconic characters in all of Pixar, it has to be said, Pelican number three. Roll the tape! Nice. Oh dear. Reminds me of the time that I reached into my backpack and pulled out my spiral bound notebook just a little bit too fast. Just like with Pelican number three, I assure you, it was a drastic misunderstanding. However, that did not save me from the disgruntled looks and or laughter from my surrounding classmates. College, am I right? Speaking of which though, that's gonna bring me to number nine and cute Macapa. This scene of course happens in Monsters University where the often overlooked Uzma Kappas feel like they have finally made it within the social circle and get invited to a cool party. They're all looking their best. Everything is going great until... I gotta tell you guys, the absolute effort that Roar Omega Roar went to to plaster the newspaper all over the quad the next morning was impressive. I mean, they're all supposed to be scare majors, right? But at least one of these members is in marketing. You know what? It kind of makes me wonder, what if it's the same guy who graduates, has a career in marketing, and will never let Mike have a moment on TV or magazine? Honestly, it's my new headcanon. Although, joke's on you, Mike never seems to care. I'm on the cover of a magazine! Now, I can't say that I've ever exactly been like glitter flower stuffed animal bombed in front of the entire school before. So I will admit that I didn't feel like the gut-wrenching level of embarrassment that Uzma Kappa must have felt inside of this moment. So while it is extremely embarrassing for them, I feel like it is slightly less relatable, which is what earns it the number nine spot on this list. That being said, in seventh grade, I was aggressively catfished on AOL Instant Messenger by a small to medium-sized group of my peers. I spent an entire day at the pool waiting on a girl who didn't exist to show up. It's fine, it's fine. Her name was Lauren. Or wasn't. Number eight! Have you ever had a little more confidence inside of a given moment only to discover that you have drastically overestimated yourself in front of a huge group of people? Well, Lightning McQueen, Totally has. If you'll recall, at the end of the first race in the original Cars movie, it is a nail-biter finish to win the Piston Cup. Lightning, the King, and Chick Hicks are all waiting backstage to find out who won when... For the first time in Piston Cup history... A rookie has won the Piston Cup. Yes! We have a three-way tie. Yeah, it's extremely embarrassing to get caught right in the middle of such extreme arrogance, and Chick Hicks is right there on cue to inform Lightning on it. Oh, hey, McQueen, that must be really embarrassing, but I wouldn't worry about it because I didn't do it. 
Now, if only I could remember a time in my life where I thought I had won something and maybe walked back to the table where my mom was waiting for me and uttered the words, Dad is gonna be so proud of me, before, again, discovering I was incorrect in my placement in the order of things. Yeah, it was the speech contest again. If anything, Lightning actually has a little bit of an edge on me. He actually tied for first place. And in case it wasn't clear before, the result of reading the results backwards did not put me in first place at all. They did bring me a fifth place plaque to my classroom a few weeks later. It helped a little bit. Fifth, still better than number seven though. And on this list will be Barley's but Okay, so while that's the title of this particular scene, the whole scene itself is pretty cringeworthy. <laughs> For context, it's bad before Barley even shows up, but it happens in Onward where Ian is trying to invite some of his fellow classmates over to his house for his birthday to enjoy some cake. He has to give himself a pep talk for it, then smears ink on his face, barely gets any of the words out, where shockingly they actually do understand what he's saying and agree to come. Are you inviting us to a party? That's the one. Oh. Yeah, we don't have any plans. Yeah, okay. Totally. Yeah. But then, I mean, it just goes from bad uh, Sir Indoor of Lightfoot to worse. Seems like he's talking to you. To butt. That's embarrassing. Okay, girl, patch you back up. Ugh. Reminds me of the time that my own brother, you know, this guy Hi. was on his very first date with his now wife when a couple of my friends and I thought it would be so much fun to barge in on their movie. It wasn't. It totally was and they ended up getting married, so you're welcome. Yeah, that, did, that wasn't why. Number six, Buzz realizes he's a toy. Oh no, the video took a dark turn. This one is absolutely less funny and more tragic. Like the Lightning McQueen example, it has to do with extreme confidence in what you believe in, which is yourself, except this time it does hurt my heart a little bit. Lightning believes that he is entitled to feel superior to everyone else, and the end result is that he looks kind of like a jerk and you don't really feel that bad for him. Buzz, on the other hand, genuinely does not know that he is a toy. You are a sad, strange little man. So his whole world is about to be shattered, or at bare minimum, at least his arm is. And to make matters worse, he has been defending his position both loudly and incorrectly. And there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? Oh, yeah. My suspicion is that at some point in our lives, we have all been guilty of this exact thing. Pushing our beliefs about something in the face of overwhelming contrary information only to discover that you have been wrong the whole time. For example, I remember times as a kid where I would laugh at someone who believed that aliens were real. But now as I have gotten older and learned just how absolutely absurdly mind-bendingly large Space is. Space is big. It seems ridiculous to believe that they aren't. Ironically, in this example, the thing that Buzz believed so hard was true is that he was an alien. That brings us to number five though, and to be honest with you, this one's probably like the thumbnail for this very video, isn't it? If it's not, we certainly considered it. It's of course Violet when her, Dash, and Bob enjoy a completely blissful afternoon at what can only be described as a very happy diner. 
Whoa. A diner that I am almost certain absolutely serves Tony Ridinger. Shut up. I absolutely love this scene because of how much Dash completely knows what's going on and how much Bob does not. Normally she doesn't ever drip like this. Why would you say that, Bob? Do you really think that's helping? The honest fact though is that back in the day when I barged in on Jay's first date with his now wife, I thought I was helping too. Did I mention they got married? Speaking of brothers though, that will bring us to number four, which we will title Ian the Liar. Okay, so this one is back to onward and just sad, soul cringing embarrassment. It happens when Ian and Barley are having to use the disguise spell to get past a couple of cops. And of course the caveat with this particular spell is that you cannot lie. Ian fumbles through some mistake-based lies before he kind of gets the hang of what's going on. And I'm a total weirdo. But he is then suddenly caught flat-footed when he is confronted with how he truly feels about his older brother's potential. The older one. What? I mean, the guy's a screw up. You can't say you don't agree. Um. Oh my gosh, the absolute mortification on Ian's face. Like I feel it all the way down to my feet. As the middle of three brothers, it means that I am both an older and a younger, meaning I feel this in just every single way. I mean, not only is he admitting a really terrible truth here, but based on the way that the movie is going, you know that he is not that far off from it just simply not being true anymore. Fortunately, they're pants-based dad knows the solution here. Something equally embarrassing in the form of this really awkward bottom-only dance-off. To be fair, it does seem to smooth things over. You get Chris Pratt in a dance-off and everything is going to work out. That's what I've learned. I'm distracting you, you big turd blossom. That, of course, though, will bring us to number three on the list, where things really start heating up. In third place, though, we have Malin's mom showing Devin the mermaid drawings. I mean, guys, if you haven't seen Turning Red yet, it is an absolute masterclass in how to embarrass your kids. I think we can all kind of relate to like that first crush in your life and the absolute dread that anyone would ever discover it. For me personally, this takes me back to third grade where our teacher told us that if our backpack fell out of our cubby, then it was going in the trash can. He was not joking and then tripped over my backpack, which was then promptly disposed of in the girl's restroom, which I only found out about because about an hour later, I got called to the principal's office where I found that backpack and its entire contents, including all of the notes that I had passed in class, spread across the floor. Fortunately-ish for me, I was not a skilled anime artist and therefore had no drawings of my crush as a half mermaid. However, there was the artwork that I had put together for my Animorphs book club. There was that. You guys remember Animorphs? Speaking of drawing though, that does remind me of a fun Super Carlin Brothers event we have right here on the horizon, which is going to be SCB Drawtober. We have a prompt for every single day in the month of October. And if you share it with us using the hashtag SCB Drawtober, we will actually be selecting some pieces of artwork to go on the very set behind us. Additional information can be found in the description down below. But back to Malin's mom. I have to say it would be bad enough for your mom to discover these drawings at all. But she does not stop there. Instead, she actually brings Malin with her down to the Daisy Mart where the boy works, where she then shows him the artwork in front of several of her classmates. However, not all of her classmates, which brings us to number two, Riley's classroom. Okay, so I feel like everybody always brings up Bing Bong's death as like the tear-wrenching moment inside of this movie. And like, yeah, the fading away of an imaginary pink elephant dolphin 
is sad. Take her to the moon for me. Okay, really sad. But I think this next scene is so much more relatable. So while possibly less dramatic, I think it hits a lot harder. Riley is of course standing before her entire class, reliving some of her fondest memories when all of a sudden she starts to remember some of her fondest memories. I don't know if any of you have ever gotten what has always been described to me as a frog in your throat, but that combined with Riley's circumstances create a truly embarrassing snowball effect in your mind where you realize how vulnerable you are, how sad the memories are, then the fact that you are crying in public and how much more vulnerable you are and how much more that makes you cry. Like it's bad and the fact that it's bad makes it worse and the fact that it's worse makes it the worst. Honestly though, I feel like her emotions, all things considered, handle it pretty well. We're crying at school! Don't worry though, Riley. I actually cried the moment my parents left me on my first day of school. And fortunately, my dad videotaped it, so we actually can show you that now. Being honest, I cried before they even left. Either way, all of that brings us to number one on our list, which very fittingly has to do with, once again, your parents visiting you at school. Once again, it's turning red, and once again, it's Maylin's mother, and she's arriving at school. It's bad before you even realize why she's there. <laughs> Now, to be clear, part of what this entire movie is about is pointing out the fact that this is nothing to be ashamed of. But it's of course also a very personal thing and probably not the first thing you want your entire class witnessing your mother being a direct part of. But hey, at least you didn't show up at a concert and ruin everything in front of your favorite band. Am I right? Help me! Help me! This movie is funny, y'all. <laughs> but there you go, guys. Those are our top 10 most embarrassing moments in all of Pixar. I am really curious to know if any of them in particular stand out to you in particular and why, or if there are any other moments across the Pixar series that you think we left out. Be sure to let us know in the towel section down below. Also, also, actually, actually, in case you were unaware, after each week's episode, we also record a show after the show exclusively for our patrons over on Patreon. Typically, we give a lot of the behind the scenes as to how we came up with a particular theory or problems that we ran into along the way. But this week I'm gonna to try to get Jay to spill the beans a little bit on some embarrassing stories of his own considering I shared like seven in this week's episode. Did, did anything spring to brain for you as we were going through any of these? Um, a few things. I mean like the thing where like Riley's crying in class, I feel like I had like an almost, like an extremely similar situation. It was in six, Grade. If you'd like to check that out, you can also gain access to our Discord server where there's gonna be lots more information about SCB Drawtober. That's at patreon.com slash Brothers. Link is also in the description down below. But guys, as always, thank you so much for watching. Be sure to like this video if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Pixar action from us. If you would like to see our list of top 10 saddest moments in all of Pixar, you can do so right over here. But otherwise, until next time, bye.